0: second hour of gesundheit with jacobus here again is your host jacobus hollowine and we're back on the air thank you so much for tuning in today this is gesundheit with jacobus i'm your host jacobus hollowine and uh, we are live talking with val anderson who is the uh, one of the uh, the anderson brothers and one, part of the anderson family in ogden utah who is the executive vice president of Mineral Resources International, Inc., which is a mineral nutrition business majority owned by the Anderson family. The mission of Mineral Resources International and the Anderson family is to improve global well-being through mineral nutrition. Val has developed various mineral nutrition products targeting health needs and has worked closely with some of the world's top doctors and research scientists And he has traveled to over 20 countries around the world working towards this mission. Now, if you want to contact Mineral Resources International, you can contact them two ways. Call them by 800-731-7866. 800-731-7866. Or go to their website, mineralresourcesint.com. Mineralresourcesint.com. Um, We have a lot to talk about today, talk about minerals, uh, a a passion of mine. I like minerals. I shouldn't say passion of mine because I don't know as much as Val does, but I talk to people regularly that I tell them that we are deficient in minerals, and that is we we, we often talk about acid alkaline, we often mention, share with people the, the thoughts of we may be too acidic, and Val Brought that up already in the first hour and the depletion of minerals in our food. And that I say, if we increase our good proteins as well as minerals, we can help our body to become more alkaline. And not that we want to be alkaline. That's not good either. But we need to be more alkaline than we are today in order to protect the body from invaders and diseases that thrive in an acid environment. So... If we talk about in the news, we hear about pandemics coming up, Lyme disease, as well as uh, swine flu, uh, whatever scare there is, we in our own body and in our own environment have the tools to help our body to stand strong so we cannot be that quickly invaded. So instead of becoming scared of something that is coming our way, what can we do to reduce the damage that we we still may get infected but the stronger the body is we the, the easier it is for us to fight it or the more successful we will be to fight it so when the body is a breeding ground of an acid state then the chances are that cancers and deficiencies and viruses and bacteria can actually enter this this body of ours but the stronger we stand as far as the balance of our ph is concerned and the more we have the nutrients in our cells that we need the more we will find that we can resist some of the attacks on our body that happen on a daily basis plus you'll find out that stresses when you are under stress it acidifies the system not per se uh, not per se that you say, oh, it, it, it acidified my shoulder. No, the system in general, because of the, 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 the lowered, uh, what do you call it, neurotransmitters, we are finding out that the body naturally reaches a more acidic state. So again, minerals are extremely important. And Val Anderson is with us today. He is talking about this, explaining it to us. And as we will move along, He'll talk more about some of these minerals specifically. Val, good morning to you.
1: Good morning. Can I tie a few of those concepts together to minerals along with a, call, a concept that came up from a call earlier yeah, about bet. minerals in the water? Yeah. You, you mentioned the issue of acidic and alkaline. Much of the purified water and bottled water that people are drinking today is actually acidic because it has all of the nutrients taken out of it. Not only the bad things, but all of the good things have been taken out of that water. And that water is now hungry for minerals. If you add just a small amount of our low sodium, low potassium mineral concentrate from the Great Salt Lake to the water, it will turn that water from acidic to alkaline. I'm also very much of the opinion that to try to get all of your nutrients from a -a one-a-day pill isn't really going to work very well. The digestive system is not set up very well to absorb everything you need first thing in the day or last thing at night. The digestive system is designed to absorb a little bit here, a little bit there, throughout the day, so that cumulatively it is enough to meet our body's needs. Mm -hmm. So let's talk societally about a couple different instances that are great examples of the big impact that mineral nutrition spread throughout the day can have.
0: Can you can you hold your thought on that, and let's get a caller on who has a question for you. Okay. All right, caller, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Your name, how can we help you, please?
2: Hello, this is Don.
0: Hey, Don, good morning to you.
2: Yes, I have a question about the form of mineral. You bet. I understand that uh, the body requires organic minerals in order to assimilate them, and that uh, if we take inorganic uh, minerals that we need to uh, to take a a chelating agent along with it, or the body has to provide the chelating uh, activity. And uh, this is one of the arguments about whether you should use uh, water that's filtered or water that is distilled, that uh, the distilled water leaches minerals out of your system, out of your bones and so on, because of the chemical hunger for, well, you just don't have minerals that uh, exist in pure form, and you don't have the other nutrients that exist in pure form. It's always in some compound. But uh, I understand that the inorganic form of minerals is what causes the plaque on the inside of the blood vessels. Uh-huh. And that you have to use a chelation therapy to uh, remove that plaque. So uh, I would like to hear Val's comments on how the body handles the, the chelated mineral form, the organic form, versus the inorganic that has yet to be chelated. I'll hang up and listen to it. Well, unless
0: you have a follow-up question, Don, you can stay on the line, uh, but if you want to hang up, that's fine too, whatever is preferable.
2: Okay, well,
1: maybe something else will come up. Thank you much. Well, I appreciate that question. That's about a great call. It, it is a great call, and that's an area where there's some good understanding in the industry and at large, and there's also an awful lot of confusion about minerals. and And certainly, form of minerals is very important to their absorbability and utilization within the body. That's not the only important thing to how the minerals are absorbed and utilized. Balance and quantity at the time of consumption are also critically important, as well as how deficient you are or whether you have an excess in the nutrient. Now, to go back to the form issue, a lot of people have been talking about, well, you have to have minerals in an organic form. Just for clarity, you you remember the the childhood game animal-vegetable-mineral? Yeah. Well, animal is animal, vegetable is vegetable, mineral is mineral. Mineral is in its own category, and there is a very large amount of minerals which are not bound to any other substance. Therefore, they would be technically considered inorganic, but are absolutely essential to life and how the body functions. So, for example, electrolytes are absolutely critical to the function of the body. Electrolytes are in an inorganic mineral form. They're not bound to any chelating agent. Um, They're in an inorganic form, but in that form they serve absolutely critical roles and functions within the body. Now, some of the companies that that make the statement, well, your minerals have to be in an organic form, they're referring to what they would call ancient organic sources, ancient plant sources, and they're using purely the technical definition of organic, which would be the same definition by which coal is also organic, and petroleum products are also Mm. organic. That doesn't necessarily mean that those substances are good for you or or viable. It's not necessarily the same definition that most people think of when they think of organic vegetables, which are natural vegetables that don't have any chemical substances put on them. And so there's a lot of misleading information out there in the public about organic versus inorganic. The other aspect, even as far as you know, these ancient sources of organic, you wouldn't necessarily want to go out and just take a broad swath of plants from the hillside, which would even be fresh, and just juice them up and drink them. You'd want to seek out sources that are going to have safe balances and not have other substances in there that may be harmful. A lot of the companies that are selling what they would call organic minerals are taking those minerals from what you would see as a clay source It deposit that's quite rich in clay, and they tend to be very, very high in aluminum. And so there's a lot of confusion about the organic versus inorganic question out there. Now, what he says is true, that chelates, that there are doctors and therapists that will use chelation therapy as a mechanism to bind certain minerals in the body and to move them out of the body. It's not an absorption agent. It's something used to move minerals out of the body. And the body does create some minerals in a chelate form. It will take bionic, non-bound, inorganic minerals in the liver and bind them with certain chelation agents to send them to specific parts in the body for specific purposes. But the body's much better capable of knowing that, say, for example, you need zinc, for your prostate today rather than zinc for the brain and sending it to the right place through a chelation agent or binding the selenium to send it to a specific part of the body rather than us getting up in the morning and saying, well, I know that I need to send this mineral to this place. If you take the minerals in an ionic form, which is a non-bound, inorganic form of the minerals, the body's quite capable of recognizing that form, locking onto that ionic charge drawing them in, absorbing them, using some of those minerals in that form for specific purposes and binding them for other purposes as well. Huh.
2: Yes, yeah, so well, I understand the, the different ways the word organic is used, and I think in terms of nutrition that the understanding I have of organic is that it is a, a mineral that's in a form that is assimilable by the the body. In other words, it has been chelated. For example, calcium citrate is much better in the limestone stone or the calcium carbonate because of the, uh, the way the calcium is locked in with the in the unionized form that the calcium carbonate is much harder to break down than the calcium citrate or the calcium lactate yeah which are are now, have to be organic in form
1: now that's that, an that's interesting thing the calcium lactate would be an organic form of calcium It's bound to lactic acid um the the calcium citrate is not only considered organic, but it's also considered ionic in that the citrate is acting as a negative charged mineral and it's readily dissolvable and it will split and send minerals to specific parts of the body. So to go back to the sea source issue, um, the minerals in seawater are by and large inorganic, but because life has had such a long Association with the minerals in seawater, life has found ways to uh, to utilize the tools that it has available to it, and to absorb those minerals in that ionic form. Now, there are some inorganic forms of minerals that are so tightly bound that the body can't dissolve them down into an ionic state, making them readily absorbable in the digestive system. But there are also or- inorganic forms, the ionic forms of minerals which are very readily recognized by the body, very readily absorbed, and utilized by the body. And so it's a little bit of a confusing topic on the organic versus inorganic. It's not as straightforward as some people make it out to be.
2: Uh, You mentioned rainwater. Rainwater? Rainwater. Rainwater. Uh Uh-huh. You know, it's it's distilled by the natural process, so it doesn't carry the mineral content.
1: Well, I talked about spring water and um, well water. Well, that, earlier, that's going to have some minerals. Uh, that
2: was rainwater at one time. It was pure. And you go, go farther down the, the stage and it becomes contaminated with the various minerals that the body can use. Now, and, I, w- uh,
1: I would disagree with you on the contaminated aspect. As the, as the water washes across the soil, it will pick up certain mineral content. And in cultures where they have access to water which is rich in minerals from the soil and other sources, they tend to have lower amounts of disease. In fact, I'd like to give you a very good example of that. In Finland, which is an industrialized nation, they had some of the worst disease rates of any country in the world and one of the lowest lifespan expectancies of any country in the world. They had horrible rates of, of cancer, of diabetes, of heart disease, of arthritis, and a whole range of the modern illnesses. Now, Finland also has some of the lowest levels of magnesium in their soil and drinking water of any country in the world. Now, there was a group of Finnish people that moved to the United States, lived in North Dakota, and this group, and now, uh, to go back to Finland, these Finnish people also had a number of health and lifestyle factors that got blamed for all of the health problems. The Finnish people are known for drinking heavily, for smoking heavily. They eat lots of dairy products, so their diet was high high in fat. Um, And these various things were all blamed. The high fat, the high cholesterol, um, and the high levels of smoking and drinking were blamed for all of these other problems. But there was a group of Finnish people that moved to America, and they, they had their own community up in North Dakota. And Dr. Mildred Seelig, the world's leading expert on magnesium research, shared this story with me, and she has it written in her book as well on the magnesium factor. And this group of Finnish people living in North Dakota, in spite of the fact that they had the same genetics as the, the, their countrymen over in Finland, and they had the same dietary habits, drinking and smoking habits, these people had much lower rates of cancer and diabetes and high blood pressure and heart disease and and arthritis compared to the rest of the United States. Hmm. And so a gentleman from the United States Department of Agriculture was sent out to figure out what was going on. And what he found was that, you know, looking at the various factors, very early on he found that this entire community was getting all of their drinking water from all of their drinking water and all of their uh, irrigation water from one well in the community. He went out, he pulled a sample of that drinking water from that well and tasted it, and he knew that it was mineral-rich just from the taste because it was actually so rich in minerals that it was kind of bitter to the taste. Right. And that that water was quite rich in both magnesium and selenium. Uh-huh. And the fact that that magnesium and selenium was A, making it into the plants from the, the irrigation, and B, it was in all of the drinking water that they had throughout the day, that was enough to significantly counter all of these other risk factors and make a dramatic improvement in their health, <laughs> even though the form of the minerals in that drinking water would have been an inorganic form of mineral. I see. The, the thing is, your body is set up to absorb small amounts of minerals from the foods and beverages we drink and eat throughout the day so that it's enough that we get enough to meet our body's needs over the course of the day. Yeah. yeah
2: well, that's understandable, but also we have to understand that it varies from individual to individual and primarily based on age because your digestive processes are not able to perform the chelation.
0: Well, that's so it might, a,
2: be, might be a difference yeah. in, the, in what kind of mineral a person needs for for good health, depending upon your age. Would that not be true?
1: And It's not just the chelation. More often than not, it's not just an issue of chelation. It's an issue of the body's ability to break down the minerals into an ionic form, which is by and large the form that the body recognizes, the digestive system is set up to recognize, lock onto that ionic charge, draw them in. and and absorb them. The body breaks the minerals down. The digestive process is designed to break the minerals down, free them from their matrices in the foods, and free them into an ionic form, lock onto the ionic mineral charge, and absorb them. Once they're in, the blood carries them to the liver, and the liver can then chelate some of the minerals and take some of the other minerals in the bloodstream in ionic form. So, for example, you look at the calcium. There's only a very, very tiny amount of calcium in the body, in the blood, in ionic form. Most of the calcium is in an organic matrix in the bones. But that small amount of calcium that is in an ionic form in the blood serves very, very critical purposes. And if the ionic calcium in the blood gets too low, then you start to have a range of serious health problems come up.
0: Oh wow! Well Don, There's been great, great comments and great question to get us started here in the second hour. I appreciate your, I appreciate the call.
2: Okay, and thanks to Val for his uh, taking time to uh, give us uh, his thoughts on minerals because it's is a very, very important topic, and I really laud him for it. Thank yeah. you very much. For Thank, you Thank you so much.
0: Have a great Sunday. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Val Anderson is with me today on Tight with Jacobus. Um, My goodness, Val, you brought up some concepts that uh, may need a little bit more highlighting, uh, (laughs) but this is great, you know, because as a consumer, you go to a store and you want to believe all the labels and you want to believe that because something is in a pill or in a drop form, uh, that therefore it must be good, especially if you buy it in a health food store but minerals are not minerals, per se. Uh, there, there is great research done on it, and it seems to me that that there is so much more to learn about it. So um, we have another caller who would like to weigh in right before we go to the break. So, uh, caller, good morning. You're with Val Anderson today on the program. What is your name? How can we help you, please?
2: Yes, my name is Bob, and I just want to make a, a further comment on the importance of minerals.
0: Thanks, Bob. Um,
2: some time ago, I read a quote, from Dr. Linus Pauling. Uh-huh. Of course, everybody knows about his research on vitamin C. And this quote stated that uh, the main cause of a lot of illnesses is a mineral deficiency. And I thought that was pretty profound that somebody that had done so much work on vitamin C uh, attributed uh, health
1: problems to minerals. Huh. Absolutely. That was comment there.
0: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. In fact, Dr. Pauling had another interesting recognition that's up, I believe, on the website for the Linus Pauling Institute about magnesium, a very, very important mineral, and recognizing that every form of energy conversion and utilization within the body is dependent on magnesium, and that magnesium is a critical part of ATP, which is adenosine triphosphate, which is the basic energy packet in the body, and that the large majority of that ATP is bound to magnesium and has to be utilized with the magnesium in order to become active energy.
0: Huh. Wow. Well, thank you so much for the call, Bob. I appreciate that uh, that comment. That's good stuff. And that is how how much fun it is to see that these great minds are so much more versatile in their approach because they realize it is not just one thing that will make you better it's not one thing that has made you sick it is a combination of 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 nutrients or deficiencies that cause our body to get weaker and to bring mother nature in an imbalance so uh thanks val Uh, also we are going to be right back well first of all we're going to take a short break so stay tuned we'll be right back